0: and thank you for joining us for another episode of Fort Worth Roots. And today,
1: we're going to talk about Fireworks Safety! First, leave the fireworks to professionals. Don't shoot fireworks in your car, Ah! church, hospital, school, gas stations, or other structures. Or me! thing you come up with. Amen, brother. The Loctopus, that's a good one that nobody's taken. Why is uh, nobody taken the Loctopus yet? Go into detail on that, please. <laughs> eight eight hands of justice. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of them I come up you with. You need an alter ego. Yeah, I mean, there, there's there's, plenty of them.
0: You can find Fort Worth Roots on all of your favorite streaming services, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, and many more. You can find us on all social media platforms as Fort Worth Roots, and we are on YouTube with videos with all Most of our episodes, including this one that you're going to listen to here today. We talk more about upcoming events and our sponsors at the end of the episode. Real quick, this episode is sponsored by Roofing Solutions by Darren Houck. You can get them online at roofing or call them at 817 882 6520. Tell them that you heard about them on the Fort Worth Roots podcast and you'll get 50% off a roofing tune up. More information about that at the end of the show and in the show notes for this episode. September 23rd from 11 to 6, we're going to be out at Pouring Glory. Pouring Glory is at 1001 Bryan Avenue in Fort Worth, Texas. And the most important thing we want you to know about this year's event uh, we did this last year. This is year two of our big annual event. This year, we're proud to say that a portion of the proceeds from this event and a few other things that we're doing uh, are going towards Cook Children's Hospital. We've got four bands on stage, Itchy Richie and the Burning Sensations, Late to the Station, Cassandra May Laurent's, and Jay Bird's. There's going to be a vendor market, including a lot of fun things like permanent jewelry, local handmade art, uh, wood turning, and a bunch of other cool stuff for our vendor market. Your entry has already been paid for by our sponsors and whenever you come in the gate we will have a bunch of free giveaways and some other cool stuff right as you come into the the gate there at the pouring glory event again that's going to be september 23rd from 11 to 6 at pouring glory and we can't wait to see you out there bring lots of friends you probably already figured it out by listening to our little intro there, but we've got the Texas Lawhawk with us today. You can find him on Instagram as The Texas Lawhawk. This was an excellent recording, and I hope you guys enjoy it as much as we enjoyed making it for you. Thank y'all you for being here. That's enough talking out of me. Please give it up for our new friend, Brian Wilson, and let's start the show. Everybody gets nervous. Um, I wanted to ask you if we could start off by playing one of your your clips, because it's been two or
1: three years since you uh, made a video. No, well, I've made more videos since then, but Uh, I haven't released anything for the last uh, probably two years, something like that, year and a half. So yeah, absolutely. Play whatever one you think is funny. Well, they're all great. So I was going to ask you to kind of, this is your YouTube
0: channel. <laughs> and uh, you could pick one, and it'll play into the roadcaster for us. <coughs> probably after an ad. Are we trying to get people's attention with the first one? Oh, you know, just everyone's they're, favorite. They're all is, epic.
1: Everyone's favorite is commercial three.
0: All right, let's do it.
1: What do I do? Just J- yeah, yeah, just, just
0: click the one. And it'll probably play an ad.
1: Brian Wilson, Here. Texas Lawhawk. Brian Wilson, the Texas Lawhawk. <laughs> Challenge of Justice. <laughs> Do process! Do wheelies! It's hot out here! Brian Wilson! El Halcón de la ley! Brian Wilson! The Texas law! This shit still makes me because, laugh every time I see it. Uh, it's
0: so epic. <laughs> the, yeah, this is the one I saw when I called you because I saw the stockyards in the back. I'm like, these has got
1: to be from Fort Worth. Oh, yeah. Born and raised. Yeah. Well, well. Rest in peace to my buddy Eric. It's no revenge. And then Nick Butts, my best did. friend, right there. So you have to blow. <laughs> Otherwise, you're going to lose your last <laughs> health. He, he was whiskey drunk, drunk was oh it? my God. He <laughs> looks angry. pretty. Officer butts, he was out <laughs> of control that night. Which was better, the, the more and more we fed him, the, the better officer butts he became. Surprise. So this was not the first take.
0: <laughs> yes, Someone just called
1: me! We had one take at that right there. <laughs> one take. That's from Buddy Kenny. That's why you don't blow! <laughs> Brian Wilson! The Texas Law Hawk! <laughs> you or a loved one and been arrested so called Brian Wilson, the Texas Law Hawk today.
0: Alright. I got it out of my system. I had to do it. <laughs> oh yeah. No, it's it's good audio.
1: I mean even even listening to it, yeah, it it, it
0: hits hard. And if people listening to uh to the show will have to go to Brian Wilson, Texas Law Hawk uh, YouTube channel to to check that out, but um, yeah, epic, and that for sure was the the one I saw. Whenever I decided to reach out and call you, and uh, it was just kind of a shot in the dark. I figured you're a busy guy, probably didn't uh, have any time for simple podcasters. No,
1: I lo- no, I love doing podcasts, especially something local where I'm I'm talking to somebody that is either from Fort Worth or has a lot of connections to it. And your podcast is named Fort Worth Roots, right? And dead, dead giveaway, I, <laughs> right? and i had my intern emma she's a sweetheart she um because i got a couple requests this week i don't know what well probably because that shit went viral on oh what's cursing stance oh we're Is good it? Yeah, okay we're good we use the words uh she uh she basically I, I had several people that reached out to me this week because somebody on tiktok shared one of my videos and it went nuts and so a couple of people reached out, and she was like, "This is the one out of all these. This is the one you should do." And I was talking like, about Fort Worth roots. Yes, Excellent. absolutely. Oh, wow, that's high praise. Thank you, yeah. Emma. A- absolutely. <laughs> Shout out to Emma. She's amazing.
0: Well, and and I, I know I've seen these videos before, but I think uh, you're, you're probably right. Yeah,
1: something sparked up some uh, some controversy. People needed to see it. Uh, yeah. So um, it's. Somebody shared it on TikTok, which is, uh, and I apologize about this. I just it's have all to, good. I just have to have nicotine, and so uh, as soon as I saw your vape, it's funny. There's a lot of triggers that happen, but that's <laughs> that's <laughs> one of the one of the. I big quit ones. vaping. Um, it's on the list for me too. Yeah, January first. I uh, you, you know, you'll be able to breathe again. Yeah, it's like it's something you don't realize that you've lost until. Well, and,
0: and I can still sprint. I can still run pretty good distance. I mean, just recently went for like a three-mile run. I didn't really have any issues, but I, I was a runner before I started vaping and kept it, kept running. So And
1: you noticed no difference. Oh,
0: hell yeah, I noticed a difference. <laughs> Absolutely. So, uh, you know, I go through phases where I, I can stay away from the vape for, you know, most of the day, and maybe I'll just take a couple drags at the end of the day or something like that. Feeling a lot better. And then we'll go on vacation and drink for a week. And, and then just... I'm vaping like a maniac. Yeah. yeah. And
1: then you come back and you're... <laughs> 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 yes. Yeah. That run was a lot harder. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Same here. no, But... Thankfully, the I don't know if nicotine gum is honestly any better. It probably is exactly the same. But Everything's
0: killing us, and that's that's yeah. Something that I mean, you, I'm dying one day at a time. It's I'm something it. you lean on whenever you're you're telling yourself, "Okay, time to quit," and then you start having those cravings. You're like, "Everything's killing me anyway." <laughs> but so,
1: <laughs> there's been a couple times where I'd I'd quit, and then there's I figured out it's almost exactly a three week period of nicotine anger that Uh just comes out of nowhere that's just like, ah, just... And maybe I don't display it as much, but certainly the feeling is there of like, I'm just going to smash something. I need to smash just some object that's about this big and then just, it needs to crumble and I'll be fine after that. Yeah.
0: So, like at a three-week plateau or something?
1: And then after about three weeks, it goes away. Oh. And then there's occasional random things that happen that'll be like, oh, I would really like that. But I've noticed that... uh, you know there's a lot of things out there that say we need to get rid of smoking and movies and then smoking commercials smoking and all this smoking advertisements and i i was skeptical of that but sure enough as soon as somebody on any media that i'm watching either smokes vapes dips anything i'm like oh where's my nicotine going? yeah it's it it certainly does work i i believe that that can be a little bit of a trigger. I thought Philip Morris and the whole tobacco industry was going to
0: get rid of vaping. It certainly looked like they were lob- lobbying hard to get rid of it there. I thought they were going to be all about it. Yeah.
1: I thought they were going to be, it, it's a moneymaker, and it gets away. It's like, hey, we're not the evil tobacco guys. We're the nice, kind, Millennial, vaping, happy, yeah. you know, for children type <laughs> thing. Look, it's delicious, blueberry, bubblegum flavored. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> And, yeah, bless all their hearts. Oh, man. There's, I think most people realize that vaping is a nightmare for your lungs, but there's at least going to be some people that get caught in that little trap. But they're, they're going out of existence. I'm sure tobacco companies will figure out something else. So
0: Yeah. What do you think it'll be next? Injections? <sighs> injections? I'm, I'm I don't know.
1: Injections. <laughs> like an injection of
0: nicotine? Yeah, that nicotine like, just straight to the jugular. Just get this <laughs> over with. You don't have to chew gum. You don't have to vape.
1: They say that twenty-four he- hour release. <laughs> they say that it helps you with Parkinson's later on when as you get older. It's that a stimulant. Yeah, Ed, yeah. I'm, I'm familiar with them and ne- uh,
0: neuroplasticities, plastic,
1: something like that. I mean, it certainly does help to have nicotine. I think for both focus and for. By the way, kids, if you've never tried a, a vape before, I'm just,
0: <laughs> <laughs> just go on. <laughs>
1: Yeah, don't do it and stuff. <laughs> but if you want to focus better in college and school and high school and mid, or middle I'm sure they're studying in middle school now. Sure. Yeah. You know,
0: Absolutely. It's a modern day.
1: Anyway, just kidding, but, you know, it is, <laughs> it
0: is what do, it is.
1: It does work. <laughs> <laughs> so you're from Fort Worth originally? Born and raised in Fort Worth. Excellent. Uh, yeah, went to St. Paul Lutheran preschool through eighth grade and then, then uh, Paschal. Okay uh pascal high school which is not too terribly far away from here and uh I'm still in contact with a lot of my teachers uh a lot of my teachers uh former teachers feed me clients which is cool uh one of which uh you know who you are i'm very thankful and appreciative for that uh, also brought me back in to talk to her seniors i think she's amazing i like her a lot and uh yeah born and raised and then went to a&m uh sort of hated my life for four years or however long i was down there and then went up to texas tech law school and then loved it up there and when's the
0: ignition point when you pass your bar is that when you're a full-fledged attorney
1: yeah it's kind of a weird process so you work really really hard to get into law school and then you're finally there and then you have to work really really hard your first semester or you're going to fail out, never be a big embarrassment everything else, and then you work really, really hard because your grades aren't where you're supposed to be and keep doing that until you graduate three years later, and then you have like one or two days off, and then they're like, alright, are you ready to study for the bar? Because that's <laughs> next. And then you have to work really, really hard so you're not a failure at the bar, and then you pass or you don't, and then become an attorney, and then you work really, really hard from then on yeah, to... You know, become the goddamn Texas lawhawk, or like whatever you know thing you come up with. Amen, brother. The loctopus, thats a good one that nobody's taken. Why is uh, nobody taking the loctopus yet? Go into detail on that, please. Eight, eight hands of justice. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> there's a, there's a lot of them I come up you with. Need an alter ego. Yeah, I mean there's 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 plenty of them out there, but uh, yeah. So I just sort of. I think it was during mock trial that I came up with a law hawk thing, and, which is like our first year. We're already nose deep in work. It might have been my second year in law school, but we were nose deep in work. Aside from like the extracurricular, you know, you can go compete in a con, you know contest for mock trial to gain the respect of your peers. And it's good because it trains you yeah. for the future. But at the time, it's all about like, oh, I've got to compete so I can be cool. And so you go do that, and we're it's like three in the morning, and we're exhausted in the library. And uh, I was like, you know what, we need we need power animals for this. And somebody else was like, oh, what about the Legal Eagle? And I was like, no, nah, it's too cheesy. What about the <laughs> <law> hawk? <laughs> and like that's sort of how it happened. They all laughed, and I'm like, it got to be fired up as were, soon as we like, all se- several
0: bourbons in. When did you come up with that?
1: N- I didn't really drink that much in yeah. law school, but I mean that it was. Probably. I mean, <laughs> maybe before a co- uh, contest, I imagine. But, yeah. uh, I mean, though, I'm not saying, like, I'm, uh, you know, above that or anything else. I'm saying, like, I usually didn't. I was very focused on the books. But uh, weekends, like, people got wild sure, in yeah. in law school, certainly. And especially, kind of wish I'd flipped. Kind of wish I went to uh, Texas Tech for undergrad for how wild those undergrads are and then A&M for law school just to flip it up and then get connection. I mean, A&M wasn't a law school here in Fort Worth when I was going. Yeah. It happened while I was in law school, actually. It was kind of a bizarre situation where some people were going to be Texas Wesleyan graduates and then it became Texas A&M in the middle of, you know, their year. I think it was like 2L to 3L, some of my friends. And there's a big debate about like, are we going to get aggie rings like are we going to be at in are we going to be graduates of the school forgotten it was a bizarre thing that yeah. happened but uh anyway i, I actually don't want to change anything i'm good with every the way everything happened but sure yeah undergrad wasn't it a fun experience for me like most people were like oh yeah partied in college i'm like eh, well, i partied but i i didn't like it down there yeah it's college station
0: not a whole lot to do except get in trouble. Except get in trouble. Yeah. That's
1: exactly yeah the main thing that you do down there. Hmm. Anybody that you talk to, I guarantee if they went to A and M, they've been arrested. That's the end of the sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Full stop. <laughs> yeah, that's that's it's probably happened.
0: So whenever you got done with all that, you immediately came back to Fort Worth.
1: Uh, came back to Fort Worth. I wanted to work for the federal defender's office and I had done an internship for them and thought I was qualified because I'd also worked for the U.S. attorney's office and a couple of judges and a couple of uh, state prosecutor's office and state defense attorneys. <clears throat> thought I was qualified and they needed a Spanish speaker. Mm. And I was like, I'll learn Spanish. I like, have taken 11 years of it, like... From first grade all the way through mid high school, I like, I can get fluent in it, and they're like, "Oh, we've been told that before." No, and sort of out of spite, I started up my own law firm. I mean, also if I had gone to work for somebody else, I think Lawhawk would have just disappeared. So you didn't that
0: join that firm at all.
1: Well, it was a, uh, it was the Federal Defender's Office. Okay. So, so basically, like if you're, if you are charged with something federal and you can't afford an attorney. That okay. office represents you. Public defendant. Yeah. All of
0: my legal knowledge,
1: by the way, is from Better Call Saul, so I'm very okay.
0: limited. Well, there's,
1: that, there's some deterrence. stuff that's accurate in there. There's some stuff that's a little bit weird. Uh, I've noticed that a lot of legal shows, they get the law accurate, uh-huh. uh, and maybe the procedure's sort of accurate, but the trial practice is just out of control. There's, there's, there's not <laughs> screaming and yelling and pointing fingers. Well, I mean, a little bit, but... Not nearly as much as it's portrayed. Yeah. So, like, that's a good example is, uh, like, Law & Order SVU. Okay. Dead on with the law. Dead on with kind of, like, cops being a little bit shady to get what they want. But then, as soon as they put up a witness on the stand and they started being like, You're lying to me! <laughs> it's like, that That doesn't happen that at all. Work. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> not going to help anything. Me and the girlfriend last night were
0: talking about how, like, for her, it's hard to watch... Uh, certain types of movies, and for me, it's hard to watch uh, military movies because they 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 don't get it right. So, are you think, former
1: military? Yeah.
0: So things in her profession, she doesn't like watching movies on that because right? it's dog shit. And it's, then, yeah. it
1: just bugs you because yeah. you want to you don't want to be the guy that interrupts the right whatever it is movie. That's TV not show. how that would work. That's not actually like at <laughs> all what happened. But at the same time, you don't want to sit there and. You know, the next question, if you don't say something, is like, how can they even do that? I'm like, well, this shit would have never, none of, none of this would have ever even happened. Let me take like, you 30 uh, minutes back. Yeah, like, <laughs> let's, let's rewind a little bit. Like, all that shit that happened, none of that, none of that, none of that. This maybe, but none of that. Hey, did you uh, meet uh, Ken Raph? Scott? Yeah. Yeah. Have you met him yet? Oh, I've I met him a long time ago.
0: He just fired up uh, a new band, the, the, the Flying Beats. No, he's a friend of mine. Yeah, I like I like. a Ken. good dude. And then oh, yeah. his brother uh, Stephen Trome. I don't know if Stephen. I don't think. Yeah, he they uh, they're usually floating around in the same circles. But he's got a band called the Traumatics. He's a hand surgeon, and also plays
1: a pretty badass band here in Fort Worth. I probably need to know him because there's always something going on with my hands, or you know I'm messing something. I would like to. You know what? You need to know a hand surgeon. And here's why. Like if you lop, I talked to a bailiff about this the other day down in Johnson County, he said he lopped off his thumb, or okay. didn't lop it off, I mean sawed it off with a circular saw and because he knew a surgeon in uh, Waco uh-huh. hand surgeon, they like took him down there and it was like a Friday night or something It was or Saturday night No Sometime hand, no hand he,
0: surgeons coming out for that No,
1: <laughs> and, but he knew him and he was like oh, okay we need to do this, this, and this and he had his thumb to that day and so Ladies and gentlemen, if you know a hand surgeon, keep them in your contacts. Send them a birthday card, <laughs> Christmas card, something. Stay in contact.
0: Dr. Tromi, you got a birthday card in the mail. <laughs> I just got to figure out when your birthday is. <laughs> um, it's not a bad idea. Yeah, so that really, really cool group of friends. But uh, that was one of the biggest highlights of the show whenever I
1: lined up that uh, interview. I'm like, he's awesome. He's the only one that was not only the voice, but also... The stunt double that was inside of the costume and yeah. kicking ass and doing badass moves—he still trains. Uh, best of my knowledge, I saw him at Smoothie King the other day <laughs> and right up the street. And he—he uh, he didn't train at my gym, but like our gyms are pretty close. Yeah. Uh, I think he's—I don't want to say it wrong. I think he might. Does he focus on karate? Whenever we talked,
0: he made it sound like he tried to. He's—he's kind of multifaceted he trains okay. in a lot of different areas he says he is no by no means a master of any one type but he, he which practices is the, in a lot of different ways which
1: is the smartest way to do it in yeah. my opinion yeah. I mean like if you have you can take the best of each world which is uh, you know not I'm focus mostly on Muay Thai I know I should do more Jujitsu, but I just get fucked up every time I do that probably because I'm not tapping early enough if I were to make a guess
0: well you got all you got the long arms and the long there's a lot of leverage points there
1: yeah Right. I mean like it kind of is and I think that I'm, a, I'm naturally a very sweaty dude which you'll probably figure out at some point when I just start. It's just 90 so. degrees in here, folks. We did everything we could. We got four AC units going. I'm, su- I'm sweating <laughs> any time. This is my comfortable temperature right here. Yeah, but good. any girl that ever comes to my house is like, oh my Christ, can you please turn it down a little bit? I'm like, what is it? Oh, it's 78. I guess I can turn it down like a couple degrees yeah. like, How do you sleep or exist? I'm like, I'm sitting here thinking about like, I would love a full size human Warming rock, you know, like for lizards a salamander, yeah, like a salamander warming rock, like I would love that <laughs> like especially for winter, where I could just like lay on that thing, oh my God, why has that not been invented yet? Some, you're,
0: you're an ideas guy, you should do this
1: i mean i've got I've got a you're sitting on a gold mine, <laughs> would you get are you hot natured i yeah, that wouldn't be in my house
0: Absolutely okay, that not. wouldn't be in
1: your house, but I'm sure that some of the listeners, some of the viewers would uh, are generally hot natured, and you know their girl, whatever girl it is. Really likes it to be about 64 fucking degrees in there. And, you know, there's a compromise or there's a heating rock. And I'm sitting here thinking, I would love it. A full-size, man-size heating That's rock. wild, I would, man. I would hang on that thing. I would just love that.
0: See, every woman I've ever dated is just extreme, ice running through their veins, cold-blooded animals, and they, they want it 90 degrees in the house. Really? Yeah. we got to trade. we got we got to trade. But also... The, it sounds like you are in the gym quite a bit. Whenever I was running marathons, I operated at a different temperature, and 78 seemed like a pretty good temperature.
1: A higher temperature? I I
0: didn't, yeah. I I could, uh, my body cooled down quicker when I was in better shape. Now that I'm not in as good a shape, I need the AC at like 68. So.
1: I, that could be the it. The better health
0: uh, I'm in, the The warmer it can be, and I'm comfortable.
1: Well, now I'm going back in my brain for... Trying to remember that last time you were fat? Well, no. I mean, that's... I know very well... Well, there's like a couple of random periods, but I used to be a fat kid in when I was little like, I don't know, fifth through eighth grade, something like that, and then didn't I ever want to be a fat kid again, but there's like little times where, like when I turned 21, I think I went through a little fat period, Yeah. and I still think I'm totally badass, and then I look back and I'm like, oh, God don't send that
0: to her (laughs) it's cyclic man i mean like i i cannot keep myself at a certain area like i i'm fluctuating all the time i don't know what that said it's probably something i like how there's just derogatory what is the term for that when it just keeps going to infinity it's infinity that's a tunnel to infinity right there okay i didn't think this through a lot but i feel like it's kind of working i like getting the results i wanted
1: no it's fun and it's also like a slight delay yeah so you get to (laughs) Like, that's what I look like when I do that. Or that.
0: hawk,
1: (laughs) It works. So you
0: almost immediately started your own practice.
1: Yeah, right out of school, uh, mostly out of spite. Started my own practice. Uh, I had interned for a couple of judges in Tarrant County who were very nice to me and uh, kind of helped me out and showed me the way. And uh, also defense attorneys that they new and respected they kind of act as my mentors and showed me everything that i didn't already know uh i mean i've been i've been working for a criminal defense firm since i was in college Mm -hmm. i mean on and off and uh and representing myself since high school uh but that's like only a couple of times uh and representing my friends also which i can't believe that we got away with that thank Thank you uh, to the judge that saw us doing our dumb shit when we're putting on suits at age like 15 or 16 years old, and we get like a fireworks ticket within city limits, or a no seatbelt, or minor consumption of alcohol, and we just go down there three in a pack. One of us would have a citation. All of us would be wearing suits and tennis shoes, and just all they'd be like, uh, Brian Wilson, and all three of us would stand up and walk up there, and the (laughs) judge would be like who are y'all what is going on children <laughs> and we're like uh and we thought that if we just said criminal defense advisors that that was okay we're like we're not saying we're attorneys right we're all cool with that like we just say we're criminal defense advisors yeah yeah yeah, that'll be fine and so we're <laughs> we're his criminal defense advisors not attorneys but advisors and they're like sit down what are you even talking about because that's it. Now I see exactly what was going on. They probably thought it was funny. They were just like, "What? Uh, do they think there's a difference between a defense attorney and a defense advisor?" <laughs> Is Sit there? down, you. Idiot. No, I mean like,
0: <laughs> just you can't using be different an, words. <laughs> yes,
1: you can't be an advisor without being an attorney if you're advising on the law, for God's sake. And and you're doing uh, this at 15. The first time I re- I represented myself, I was like 15 years old. Were your parents in the room? My mom had to be in the room, and she was horrified. She was sitting there just like. <laughs> How did you talk her into this? Well, I just said, "Mom, I'm going down there. I've got to go respond to this ticket. I set it for trial." And she's like, "What? It's set for trial?" and I was like, "Yeah, it's going to be fine. Don't worry about it. I've, you know, we handled this kind of stuff before. You just plead not guilty, and the cop doesn't show up. They dismiss the ticket." Well, the cop showed up. And, oh shit! <laughs> and so, <laughs> what had happened? What had happened was uh, my best friend Nick Butts, who's he's the cop in my commercials. He got a new jumpsuit that he swore was fireproof, of and we're course. like, "Bullshit! No, it's not. It's like flame retardant at best." And so we're sitting outside of his house, which is like kind of over by Southwest High School, and we're at a four-way stop, and I just we're shooting with fireworks. And at one point, I light a hundred pack of Saturn missiles, which is the ones that's like, "Zoo pow, zoo pow," times one hundred okay? at your friend. I'm like, yeah, yeah. From a distance of. Twenty feet, thirty feet. Um, I mean, we just kind of got it right. We were trying to hit him, and so and he was okay with us hitting him, so we could. Because he's in his flameproof. Yeah, suit. he's in his badass orange flameproof, <laughs> which it mostly was. I gotta give him props on that. <laughs> and uh, so we're we're shooting him, and like I, it had gone like three or four. Like I had just lit this thing, and we see cop lights, and it's a four way stop, and these things like there's no way to. They're stop. lit. Yeah, there's no way to stop. So we just just stand there awkwardly with a cop like walking up slowly. And he's like, oh, they're, they're shooting those things at me. That's what's going on. And I was like, yeah, all right. And he says you all right, y'all sit down. Have y'all been drinking? What's going on? Right, get over here. All you dumb little kids, get over here. And so he finds the fireworks in the back of a Jeep that belonged to my friend Taylor. And uh, she was out there, and they're like, well, I'm going to write a citation, if nobody takes ownership of the fireworks, I'm going to write a ticket to her. And she's crying, and I was like, alright, I'll take it's full me, ownership of everything. <laughs> like, it's me, I'll take it. Good man. And so I went to court, got the ticket, didn't go to jail somehow. Should have gone to jail, probably. Uh, went to court about it. I was like, mom, calm down, it's going to be fine. And she's just horrified. She's not the <laughs> want to be dealing with any of this. And so, the cop got up there and testified, and I just said, Your Honor, I just want to like tell you basically what happened. Can I go ahead and do that? He's like, I'll listen to you. And so I told him that story basically that I took the charge because he was getting ready to either write her, take it, or take her to jail. And he looks over at the cop. He's like, Is that about what happened? And the cop's like, Yeah, pretty much. And he's like, All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and find you one dollar. You can go ahead and get out of here. Find you guilty. Find you one dollar and. You're done. And my mom's still horrified. She's like, what just happened? <laughs> I'm like, oh, I got to find a one of $1. <laughs> and it was at that point, I was like, I could do this. I think I could be yeah. a defense attorney. That was pretty fun. Like, telling my story. Like, justifying, like, why, what kind of stupid thing happened, happened. Yeah. And, you know, why it didn't really deserve that much punishment. Yeah. If any. And so, that was, like, the time where I was like, okay, I'm going... I don't know when, but I know I'm going to be an attorney at some point. And so... Yeah, and but for a long time after that I kinda had planned on being a stunt double. And so it was like (laughs) one way or the other. (laughs) Well, I mean like I knew like attorneys, like you don't need to be physically fit or competent to do that. So I was like, I'll do that later on, like after I get injured in some horrible badass I don't know, wreck or So uh, what kind of
0: stunts did you see yourself doing? Just anything Tom Cruise needed that day?
1: Yeah, exactly. Um any Anything I mean I was I started taking gymnastics which you're too, is you're too tall to stunt for Tom by the way I that's kind of that's kind of what I heard which I'm sure it's very high paying but and also I think he <laughs> does his own stunts which I'm very proud to say I do all my own stunts as well We saw that Yeah <laughs> I mean and I'm going to continue it that way for and if the stunts get lame then I probably should just stop doing the stunts Yeah but until they don't I'm going to keep doing them And so uh Yeah, it's a policy of mine. I'm not going to ever have a stunt double. Unless it's like a body double of like a stuffed dummy that I'm doing something stupid as shit with. Absurd. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But other than that, no, I'm going to do all the stunts. Jumping out of a helicopter, no parachute. That seems like something the Texas Law Hawk would do. I mean, over a a good-sized lake, probably not over the Trinity River because there's a bunch of rebar in there, but... A lake? Yeah. Sure. If somebody has a helicopter, hell yeah, let's go. I'll jump out of a helicopter. Put, put that in the universe. How high can you jump out of something? I've always wondered this, and I don't know the answer. I'm like, how, how high can you jump and land in water and not suffer severe broken back, broken legs? Not far. Really? I just yeah. find that so hard to believe. Like, I've heard San Francisco Bridge is like, it kills most people on impact. And, and then a few people survive. Yep. And I'm just shocked by it. it doesn't seem like it's you that You know what high. the
0: difference is? What? It's the it's the water tension. So if you have a way to break the water tension, like say you throw a rock right before, before you jump, then
1: yeah. you go in it smoothly.
0: Sh- it should. It should. But again, there's no guarantee. So, so if
1: I have a f- if I'm falling, like my parachute didn't work or something, and I have a phone or something heavy, chunk it. I throw it ahead of me. Problem is Which aerodynamics. Is aer- if, yeah, if you were in a
0: vacuum, what would suck is if you chunk your phone and everything else you got in your pockets, and then it just you it just pass it up. Does this.
1: <laughs> so you need something aerodynamic, yeah, to hit the water ahead yeah. of time. You got a pistol
0: on you? Start shooting! Start shooting! Smart. hundred feet above, break that water tension. Okay, but still, I don't know. I mean, Has that, anybody tested that, this? That would help. Uh, yeah, I think Myth, Mythbusters did something. On, I don't know. Maybe I'm making that up. But I do know that the thing that kills people on impact is that they're hitting
1: a flat sheet of water. I mean, yeah, I know, I know about that from high dive. Like, you land wrong, and it's flat. Mm-hmm. And I always just thought that you know, if you did a pencil or just landed very perfectly, that you'd be fine. But that's what they say is, like, it breaks every one of your bones so, that you're going in. you know Hell's Gate, right, out there at
0: P.K.? That's the spot people like to jump off of. Uh, we're probably about the same age. And you, you might be a year or two younger than me, but there was a spot that everybody jumped off in PK whenever we were in high school. And they eventually had to shut that thing down because water receded. So people were used to going out there. Every summer, this is what we do. We jump off Hell's Gate. It's awesome. Yeah. And uh, it's oh, really high no. up, but the water then, went down.
1: And then one summer, which probably is the same thing right now, you're saying this is a recent thing? This was, no, this was around when we were in high school, maybe a couple of years Shit. after. But, so
0: these kids were coming back with busted assholes and broken bones. <laughs> and I'm, dude, yeah. It's a, it's a whole thing Can you recover from a busted asshole? I mean, they don't sell those new at Walmart It's, a, it's, yeah, a, it's, it's a, a, probably a process It's a valve, I assume I only know a hand surgeon Oh no, I do know a colorectal We need to get Dr. Bethany Malone on the phone
1: Or, you, or at least send off a birthday card In case that <laughs> Colon gets fucked up Did you know you can hey, live
0: without a colon? I learn all sorts of stuff on this show yeah, I mean, it's a would, uh, it's a uh, quality of life organ. You don't oh have man. to have. It. Yeah,
1: is that what? Go other ahead th- and
0: think about that phrase for a minute.
1: Yeah, I know. I was, <laughs> I was like sitting there thinking, like, what else is a quality of life? I mean, like a lot of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, colon for sure. Like heart, lungs, and then liver. Yeah. Kidneys. But I mean, even then, you can live sort of dialysis. But that's oh man. There's not a whole lot. That, most organs are probably quality of life. That's yeah. fucked up. Yeah,
0: I'm waiting for the robot bodies. I mean, that's that's gonna happen it's, in our lifetimes. N- yeah, I don't think.
1: it's not far away. Yeah, change, change
0: bodies out like a tire.
1: Yeah, it is, and uh, especially with AI, I just have kind of a feeling that it's gonna be something where, like right now, we're. It's quite rare for us to have a robotic organ but they're they're coming around and pretty soon it's going to be like an enhancement thing I think. Mhm. And after that it's going to be basically like people that are either have the money to have some type of enhancement oh, yeah. whether it's brain or strength or whatever it is or organs that last longer and there's people that aren't. Do you see and-
0: Altered Carbon? Altered Carbon was I think an HBO show or it might have been Amazon Prime. First season was awesome second season was dog shit they only did two seasons but it was basically that like the people that had money
1: dude you get all souped up but yeah and then you didn't have money and then what happens to the people that are not souped up you can get you so what would happen is you could get a new body
0: but that body was property of the company that sold it to you so now you're working 70 hour shifts four hours off i just i figured trying to pay off your body
1: i figured that what they would do is just have it's just bring advertisements into it some way like just have like your leg now has to just have that's all Nike baby it has to have yeah (laughs) Nike going down it at all times lights up as you're walking yeah Yeah. oh yeah I mean well whatever ad you you know they gotta maximize your uh, the area of leg so it's gotta be Nike or Lulu or whatever thing you're like I don't really (laughs) like this that much but I've gotta keep it on or I can't fucking walk you guys know how it is and they're like yeah I hate advertisements (laughs) But I do need one of those right <laughs> yeah. there.
0: Yeah, when's how long's your contract? Yeah,
1: yeah. But I mean, that's kind of like sort of what we did to uh, monkeys. I mean, we sort of evolved slightly past them. And we're like mm, second class. All right, you you guys are in a cage now. And like, how long until we like the unenhanced or not? Kind of like treated as eh, whatever. You're you don't understand what's going on. You don't have like the development that I do or the brain functioning or the enhanced AI or whatever it is that you're kind of treated like a second-class citizen. Where are you at on simulation theory? Let's get into that. Um,
0: It's 50-50 as far as I know. I don't know. So we could be living that right now. We might be the lower life form inside of a computer program.
1: I mean, I I would have... I agree that we would have no idea. Mm. Um, But do I think that that's likely? I don't know. Do you have just as much information supporting as you do yeah, and, and it's a theory so it's, that you, it's a theory you can't ever really contradict But at the same time I don't know I just don't feel like I'm in a weird pool Of pink liquid oh, Like you went, the Matrix, you went matrix. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Something like that
1: I just kind of feel like a, you know, Whatever dumb thing I'm going to do I'm going to suffer the consequences of that
0: You know the James Webb Space Telescope It got launched about A year, maybe a year and a half ago it's the most uh-huh. advanced thing we've ever put out in the stars. And it's uh, it's mostly IR. So it's out there scanning for stuff uh, with a better camera on it, but using technology that we've never packed into a telescope before. Like That's we,
1: very smart.
0: Everything we put out there had IR, but like very limited. This thing is like straight IR. That's pretty smart. And within the last week or two, all the smart people decided that, oh, we've been saying that the universe is 13.6 billion years. That's like the absolute oldest that the universe could possibly be. Well now two weeks ago they decided it's 26 billion years old.
1: I mean I, I just think we have absolutely no idea. About um, shit. <laughs> we we a lot of times whatever time that we are in we think that we know everything or right. you know like there might be a little stuff that we don't know but pretty much we don't know dick. Yeah. I mean like think about like back in the 50s. Like you know, we're doing a, a bunch of amazing space travel and like we're doing all this kind of technology and we didn't know shit back then. We really didn't. I mean like we kind of knew sort of what was going on but there's so many things that have happened even in you know 50, 70 years that we just didn't know anything about. Yeah. Science, about uh, physics, a lot of stuff about physics, uh, microbiology. Uh, I, I mean Pretty much everything. Yeah, Nothing about all of it. Robotics, artificial intelligence. You know what's crazy is how old artificial intelligence is. What do you? you mean? It's much older than I realized. I mean, they were toying with it. I think 90s, right? I thought it was like it could even be earlier than that. Because our first like
0: legit computers came along in the the 60s, and that's whenever the universities started packing these large computer thingies in these university uh, warehouses classrooms or whatever but they operated off of punch cards and so that's like the 60s I mean and these things were massive and they could do very basic shit so when when did AI come around?
1: I, I in my head I could be wrong on this and I hate to lead people astray but I think it was like the 80s is when they were like tinkering with it uh, which would maybe make sense like when they have computers like let's see if this thing can think for itself or solve issues but it's it was much much earlier i thought it was like the 2010s maybe like 2005 it was way earlier than that uh Uh, things started kind of popping up
0: around you know mid to late 90s where we were getting into some serious uh where we were able to take uh data housing you know like uh a terabyte of space now is this big. and maybe maybe you can get it smaller if you pay more money or whatever, but a terabyte used to be, you know, the Take size a of this a whole room. Yeah. In the, in the 80s. So it's just it's it's gotten exponentially better over the years and then outside of that quantum computing I mean that that'll blow your mind if you watch your like a documentary on quantum computing. It's unbelievable.
1: I do. If you have any recommendations, I'm very interested in that because just type I, it into TikTok, man. It, you'll lose uh, your mind. <laughs> <laughs> It'll destroy we, you. <laughs> can we can we talk about TikTok? real yeah. Quick, this is kind of the reason why I stopped making videos for a while. Okay. I just can't stand it. I just don't like it. Is it because it's so effective? No, it's because a lot of that shit is fake on there, but it makes the people that watch TikTok believe that whatever they just saw was absolutely true, absolutely real, uh, researched to the fundamental levels, and oh then yeah. presented as perfectly f- succinct facts within 10 seconds. Right. And the reason for that is because people are going to scroll real hard. Like, yeah. if you don't have something that catches their attention and immediately tells them something that's so fucking interesting that's like oh my god <laughs> holy shit that's interesting yeah. I'm gonna watch the remaining 10 seconds of this video mm. like it gets thrown down in the algorithms and so that's kind of why I've not everyone's like oh you need a TikTok you need to do a TikTok you need to do a TikTok and I mean that's one problem I have with it the other one is that everyone just steals everyone else's content and they're like I'm adding that. to it and they'll have whatever video, for example, my videos mm-hmm. behind them and they're like just making faces and shit. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you on that. Like, <laughs> but fuck, it, what it, the fuck is this? Are y'all see this is not added new- and so if I wanted to be a dick, you can obviously have that probably taken down with copyright infringement, I but I but who's got it, the time for that, right? Well, no, I I mean I have the time for that, I, I'm an attorney and if something like is affecting my brand, I negatively I will go after it. Okay. But it doesn't affect me negatively, it's fine. Right. I mean like it it's promotes it. More. Out there further. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so that's why I don't really care, but at the same time I'm like, uh ah, like if I I like making good shit. Mm-hmm. And if I tried to play with the algorithms on TikTok, what they want is voluminous content. Like mm-hmm. more the better. Yeah. And there've been probably Three, at least three, I can think of commercials that I've shot that I was like, "Nope, not getting released." I yeah. don't like it; it didn't work out, or like the shots weren't as funny as I thought they were, and so I'm I'm taking it back. Which you know, there's there are still funny things that would happen. There was one that was like hey, it was a bad time. It was like all about guns, gun safety, gun. There was a shooting sh- or something. Well, there was a lot of shit yeah. that was happening, like exactly at the time I was going to release, and I was like, oh, "I'm going to go ahead and hold off on this." And then later when I watched it. Uh, some of the clips were very dark Which I don't mind I'll show <laughs> I'll show Because out of context now When I'm looking at it I'm like Okay Like when I first showed it Like it made me laugh And then I showed it to other people And they were like Oh you can't You can't do, can't, you can't do this <laughs> And I was like Oh shit That's not the reaction I thought I was going to get Like a funny reaction at Like people laughing And then later Now that that happened I'm watching I'm like that's fucking funny yeah. Like that's still That's good Right there uh, but, yeah, there's there have been multiple commercials that if I were a TikTok guy or, like, shooting for, like, I have to put out as much content as I possibly could. I put out way more shit, but I'm kind of finicky and I don't like putting out stupid shit. And I like that you're, you know, you're hyper-focused on protecting your brand because,
0: and with, with my TikTok, I just call it my dumpster fire. I'll just pick up the phone and start recording stuff. And it probably
1: um, does pretty well to... to Do that kind of stuff
0: You know like Like you were Talking about There's a certain thing That TikTok wants In order to You know Feed the algorithm And get you the views I've got You know, just over a thousand followers on TikTok, it's nothing. But it serves my purpose because it's just another platform that I can talk to my audience. And a lot of people get in there and and watch the stuff. But they're the same people that are on my TikTok and my Facebook.
1: And some people just prefer TikTok.
0: I just, yeah, I like the functionality of it. I'm not going to advocate for any social media shit because it's destroying our brains. Yeah. But it is highly adaptive. (laughs) And what I see on TikTok is a lot of documentaries. And a lot of the videos I watch are probably five to 10
1: minutes long. Like they're on TikTok? Yeah, I thought it was only sixty seconds or less. No, that no, no, might no, have been no. an old ass rule. Maybe,
0: maybe, yeah. But um, and then if they need to chop it down, it'll be like part one, part two, part three. But I'll watch full documentaries. I watched a documentary on uh, was it Big Boy? The the bomb we dropped on uh, Hiroshima. Uh, dude, that's uh, so dark. And it, that stuff's getting real popular because uh, Oppenheimer's in theaters mm-hmm. now. Are coming up. Pair, Soon, with, but
1: pair with the uh, Barbie movie, which I will not see until, <laughs> like, I don't know.
0: Oh, you'll have a hot date that wants to go real bad. That's what's going to happen. Uh, yeah. I just don't see that happening. She's going to make you wear pink, sir. I don't... Uh, that that will <laughs> never happen. You don't, you don't own a pink suit? Come on.
1: No, I don't hardly own anything pink. I mean, it's just like I just don't like the color that much. It's obnoxious to me. How but about- l- there's, like, sometimes where I have, I don't know, random pink and stuff. And I've noticed that it's... If I want to... If I have to go... To a prosecutor, and we have to like talk about something kind of sensitive. And like, let's. Pink might not be the color. (laughs) No, I mean, pink is a good color for that. Like, I kind of, if I'm going for like, want to get attention and like, get people's focus, like red, uh, something that punches, if it's uh, something where you need to be more trustworthy, like blues, purples, if it's something where you need to go in there and just basically like ask them, like, look, come on. Yeah. This is a fucked up thing but here, listen to all this other stuff that happened to this guy. It's more of like purples and pinks, which is fucked up that this kind of stuff happens yeah, in my head, but I've just... Do you do
0: a lot of psyops? <laughs> <laughs> I
1: mean... <laughs> it's part of the gig, right? I just kind of have to think about that stuff. and I'm like, I don't, I don't know if it hurts or helps, but I don't want it to be a factor that works against one of sure. my clients. You know uh, what I mean? So like, sense. if I have that handy, like I don't think I'm going to go buy... Like, I need a pink tie today. I need to go to the store. But if I have it there and it's only going to hurt me if I don't do it, then why not do it to help out my client? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So
0: now you're specifically focused on uh, representing people that are fighting a
1: DUI. Is that what I would? Uh, D- from, from DWIs, boys? probably I would say 80% of my cases, maybe. A mm-hmm. uh, lot of. Uh, Assaults, aggravated assaults, DWIs. Uh, let me think of what else. Drug cases. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it gets to, I mean, I've handled cases where it's like various homicide, like murder and intoxicated manslaughter. Uh, and I'm so happy to hand intoxicated manslaughter. I'll still absolutely take. But straight up murder, um, ah, I'll probably send you to somebody else. I mean the. I like to focus on my cases and get in pretty deep with them. And I don't take as many clients as some attorneys that are just like funneling them in and then funneling them out. I don't don't do that with my clients. And so the amount of money I would have to charge on some type of very serious case like that is more than most people would have. Mm -hmm. And so uh, murder, anything with child, a bit like... Let me just go ahead and say, there's one type of case that I just probably, you should call somebody else. And I've, you know, I'll be cordial about it, but it's probably somebody else that's going to be best is any kind of animal abuse case. Yeah. That's something I just, I love animals. And so it's even the name of it. I would not be a good juror for somebody else that was like, we're here talking today about an animal abuse case. And I'm like, I don't even want to know anything about yeah. whatever's going on.
0: Mm-hmm. Like and
1: a- yeah, it, that's happened a couple times. But for the most part, uh, yeah, anything from public intoxication, like any kind of Class C misdemeanor where you don't want it on your record up to, like, Class B, Class A misdemeanor, uh, felony. I mean, like, handle any level of felony, especially, like, when you get to drug cases where somebody starts having... They think, oh, I'm gonna put 30 pounds of weed in this suitcase and it'll be fine, and we'll just go ahead and check it, and nobody'll know. And uh, you know, that's of course something I'm happy to take, even <laughs> though it's a very high-level felony, and that was really dumb as shit. I still got that case dismissed, but <laughs> nice. <laughs> that was, uh, I mean, they're topping up the warrant. They put the wrong, the wrong bag on there. Well, that's all it, it takes. But, oh, it's a, it's a, uh, a shoulder black bag and it's a rolling green suitcase like that's a pretty big difference and that's what the purpose of a warrant is is to say here's all my facts i want to search that you know in that case plastic black hard case with one handle on the top like describe it describe the actual thing that you're about to search and don't you know get so excited because it's you know, allegedly thirty pounds of marijuana that he's vacuum sealed in there, mm-hmm. uh, and put the wrong bag entirely. That's yeah. dumb. So it that kinda I've noticed a pattern that like the if you start getting into bigger jurisdictions like um Fort Worth Police Department, Arlington Police Department, Dallas Police Department, uh, they have their problems still, but for the most part they don't get super excited about a crime and to where they make Routine, rudimentary mistakes that I see in smaller police departments. Yeah, uh, you know
0: they know a thing or two because they've seen a thing or two.
1: Yeah, because it's not that big of a deal. It's just like, oh, this we got to process this one case forward, but. The smaller, the police department, I've noticed kind of the more problems. Mm-hmm. And some wild shit always goes down in Saginaw. I don't know why that. <laughs> I have no idea why that. some of my wildest cases come out of Saginaw.
0: Uh, my, it was technically Fort Worth, but that's where I bought my first house. It's a weird little area.
1: Yeah. It's, so <laughs> there's like that one area that has the railroad tracks. Yes. The, Does the, it not the, seem the like double? you just... Find a body out there. It just seems like if you want (laughs) to walk, that you just be like, "Oh, there's a body." Okay, I need to contact me. Rough little spot. Yeah, it just seems like kind of weird out there. Like nice homes on this side, and then railroad tracks, murder town right there. The
0: only thing I think of whenever I'm about to cross those tracks is, (laughs) if you hit a train, if if you're gonna wait on a train, when that one clears and you continue forward. You're going to get stopped by that same train heading the other direction.
1: Does it go... It goes like that? Yeah, there's a little... <laughs>
0: some kind of energy. It's so fucked Is there up.
1: any way to, to... There was
0: talk about, like, maybe building a
1: bridge an or underpass something. or something yeah. under
0: those rails. Because, I mean, it will shut shit down. You can't
1: just haul ass? <laughs> I mean, it's a train, dude. <laughs> what I'm saying is, oh, you're saying it loops all the way around. It's not long enough to... Like it'll loop right. back around. Okay. Yeah. So, like you, well, you could. You if you might need to go 90, but over. But some then you're in Saginaw, and and then those shit. Well, the you know what I pulled you, you over for? <laughs> and you're like, I'm. You know why this happened? The 30
0: pounds of weed and the questionable suitcase. Yeah. <laughs> i know somebody by the way sir yeah i'm a sovereign citizen no
1: i'm not you're not defending that one right? no i mean like it (laughs) happens i used to take court appointed cases and i mean i still will help somebody out or or waive a fee on somebody if i think that they deserve it but for the most part i don't do court appointed cases anymore those are the best videos to watch Oh, man. Oh, I think they're the best. Uh, now that I don't have any of them that I know of, uh, they're the best ones. Anytime I'm in court and I'm handling something, and all of a sudden I hear something about, like, you do not have jurisdiction over me because I, it, the United States did not ratify. Back and I'm like, I'm going to sit down. We're going to watch this one play out. And so I just sit there and I just love watching that stuff go down. And sometimes you'll have some <laughs> judges that'll, some judges will be like, mm, jail immediately. But then some will be like, let me just hear you out. Let me just hear you out and see what kind of thing. And I'm just going to respond to the things you say. Yeah. And like, you don't have jurisdiction. They're like, I don't have jurisdiction of you. They're like, you don't have jurisdiction of me. Like, like, Watch this. <laughs> Bailiffs put him in handcuffs and they're like, ah, you can't do this. It's a, and but like, I just did it. You know, like That's <laughs> what what ger- is power over you to like make things happen to you. So whether you're kooky, wild-ass uh, internet search that produced a, a, basically a script for you to argue, it is just not, just don't. Get a defense attorney, keep your mouth shut, and you know hire somebody that knows kind of what they're doing. Yeah, And go meet your defense attorney, like, or talk with them on the phone at extended length and just see if there's somebody that is right for you that's the fastest way don't go with you know the there's some attorneys that work for big firms which they you'll you'll never have the same attorney they just kind of cycle them in and out but if you get somebody that you talk to and you trust and you can figure out pretty quick if they're going to have your back or not yeah and you can figure out if they're intelligent or not and figure out if they you know talk about cases where like this is my estimation another th- big red flag is if they're like, Oh, I can get this shit dismissed. I'll get it dismissed tomorrow. Don't, don't even worry about it. Like, you can't promise anything like that. Every case is different. We we have no idea until we see all the police reports video, and we still can't guarantee it, but I can tell you, basically a uh, rough angle is like, yeah, we might get it dismissed. That sounds pretty fucked up. But I don't know. And then that happens a lot of time where I tell people like, it's not looking good for us, and then it turns out we get the case dismissed or get a not guilty or whatever happens um but my job is to explain usually explain the worst possible scenario and just say like whatever it is like we're gonna fight we're gonna get it less than that. i know that i have to tell you about the worst possible scenario because that's my job i have to tell you about anything you need to be worried about and so i i don't think i've ever gotten the worst possible scenario that's kind of my job is to make that not happen but there i'm just saying there's been times where i was like it's not looking good for us (laughs) and then it turns out it was like you we need to take this deal immediately or the judge fines for us and it's like holy shit i did not think that was going to happen what do you mean by fines for you just Uh, i mean like if we we, yeah if we find if we file a motion to suppress evidence like it's something where it's kind of a borderline Thing or and maybe we have a judge that's not as favorable to like whatever kind of motion I'm filing. Motion to suppress basically says that if it's a bad stop or a bad search or something like that, uh, they're not allowed to use the evidence against you. And a lot of exceptions, but basically the the rule, the easy way to think about it, it's what they taught us in law school. It's the fruit of the poisonous tree. So you got a tree and fruit coming off of it, but if the search was bad or the Now, stop was bad, or the arrest was bad, and they got fruit from that, more evidence later on. You can't use that. Even though that's good fruit, it appears it came from the poisonous tree, you can't use it. 30 pounds in a bag that you weren't supposed to search. Yeah, you guys weren't supposed to search. You should have just, uh, I don't know, arrested him on probable cause of whatever, or typed the warrant up correctly, or asked if you could search, or done a variety of many other things, but they didn't do that um so yeah that's one example and so um and yeah that's a lot of that is just getting the right prosecutor knowing them and i mean knowing how to operate with them i mean right. there's some prosecutors don't want to hear any of that shit where you're gonna to have to take it all the way to motion but then there's some that uh they'll listen to you and they'll understand that i've got bigger fish to fry i got other stuff i gotta yeah. do like Got uh, gonna take a misdemeanor. Line? I don't really feel like listening to Brian today, so let's just move this along.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but that helps, right? I mean, you've been in the area. You you've been practicing law for a while now, and so you've you've kind of uh, built up a community. You know these people that you're going to be working with. You you know the, when you see the judge's name on the uh, docket or whatever, you know. Oh, okay. Well, I know him, and I know how I'm going to play this now. Mm-hmm. So.
1: Ab- absolutely, a rookie so, attorney wouldn't have that advantage. Absolutely, and especially if, like if I were to go down to, I don't know, Travis County, mm-hmm. I would have no idea. And you know, one of my buddies got arrested for DWI in Travis County. He's like, "Help me!" and I'm like, "You need to hire somebody local." Here's the guy. <laughs> <laughs> you need to hire somebody, and I did tell him who the guy was. Yeah. He's, he's a badass, and he got the case dismissed, just like I would have. I mean, he did a great job. Uh, but yeah, you got to hire somebody local. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, even, uh, you you said you're from here, right? Mm-hmm. Like from. Well,
0: I've been here for 14 years. I used to,
1: I'm from Abilene. We'll, we'll call that from here. Pretty local. Fairly uh, local. <laughs> pretty local. So you know the difference between Fort Worth and Dallas, for example. Same city, right? <laughs> no, yeah. We don't, so, we don't like Dallas. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, it's not that we don't like, we just don't need to go out there. We just don't need to deal with that, yeah, all let, that let stuff. Let them do their thing. Yeah. Let them do their thing mm-hmm. over there. Uh, But So, I can go practice in Dallas County. I think it's fine. But if you have a Dallas attorney come to Tarrant County, everyone in the room knows. I Mm. mean, they start screaming and hollering, I'm going to file this motion. I'm going to do this and that. The the Dallas guys do. do. Yes. Watching too much. uh, And everyone, in like all the local prosecutors just kind of look at each other like, oh my God. Okay. (laughs) Like, file whatever motions you want to do. Like, calm down. Like, I, I even... And usually, I'll, if I can tell that they're from out of town, I'll go up and help them because I don't want anybody getting screwed over, anybody yeah. getting something worse. And so, if I detect that somebody's really young or from out of town, like, I'll go talk with them. I'll be like, here's the way this shit works. Like, you got to do this, this, and this. You got to tell your client this, this, and this. Especially if I see somebody that is handling a case that just from the way they talk to the prosecutor, they don't know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Like, they mostly practice in family law or some other area I don't know they have a family practice or they do personal injury you can see them spot them from a mile away and so I'll just go without hesitation like hey come here we need to talk real quick here's what you need to do like did you already tell your client this okay you need to tell your client that and is is he a citizen okay that's a big deal All right. okay you need to tell them this this and this and go ahead and ask the prosecutor for this they'll probably do that if you just do this and just if I had to interject uh, to help save somebody, I'm going to do that. Do you like,
0: think that interjecting that goodwill kind of helps you with your reputation inside the law community? I, it's,
1: I don't do it for reputation. I do it because like somebody's out there, and whenever I was getting in trouble, I just always try to practice law. like I would want my attorney back in the day whenever I was in trouble, and I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I was so scared. And for whatever dumb thing I did, and I was sitting there like I don't even know what's happening right now. I want me representing me back then, and yeah. so that's kind of how I act now. Is anything that I would have wanted back in the day, like somebody to explain a little bit more fully about the law, I explain the law to my clients probably more, way more so than necessary because I want them, and I show them every bit of evidence that we got, and. I just want them to be fully informed about, like, what's going on so they understand. And that's why all my clients love me. I mean, even the ones that are done and over with their case. I mean, uh, minus my one ex-girlfriend that was very angry about everything. You know, she's unhappy with me. That adds me. up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Got her case dismissed, too, but fuck her. You're welcome. <laughs> <And> yeah. <laughs> but uh, I always sit there and think, like, what would I want my attorney to do back in the day? And, like, my attorneys were amazing. Uh, I mean like granted the cases were pretty silly shit but Mm -hmm. whenever I had to hire an attorney for some wild shit uh, I wanted them to like go back there and go to bat for me and that's kind of what I I do and so like even if I I don't know their client don't know who they are it's not for reputation it's more of like making sure this person doesn't get fucked over because you've been there you felt
0: that fear and you needed somebody to really stand up for you
1: absolutely so you get that feeling I mean yeah it was a I am very thankful uh, Greg Graves and Robert uh Parrot. back in the day like yeah they, they got me out of some shit that I mean it should have been out of it in my view from the beginning but uh didn't want to represent yourself on that one no <laughs> no I mean if you get the thing I was smart about that I mean if you get wrongfully charged with the DWI that did cross my mind Is like I'm going to go down there and just represent myself I'm like wait a minute I don't I'm gonna go just talk with this lawyer just to see what he says but then I might represent myself and he's like and I was like I told him I was completely sober like I was arrested wrongfully like this is fucked up like as soon as whatever kind of results come back like it's gonna show that I wasn't intoxicated and he's like you need a lawyer you need yeah. they do not dismiss this and write you an apology letter that's just not how they do it and he was right I see what he was saying about that kind of stuff It's, it's true today like you know. if you come back I have a case right now that's under the limit DWI and we're we're set up to go to trial on it and it's some stupid bullshit. Yeah. I mean 0.63.058 something around that. Did they have a CDL? Gave a breath, gave a blood sample. No CDL. Got a dispute with the cop about you know they're about to do the walk and turn and he's kind of saying like look, uh, I just want you to do the full nine steps because i don't i want to watch you do them it just kind of helps me out because i was like ah, i don't want to do that i only have to do three because like it would really help me out if you just do like the full nine so i can see like what i'm supposed to do right now because it's a lot of steps they give them 14 different instructions yeah. all at once divided attention test it's yeah. exactly like driving it's yeah. fucking stupid <laughs> I'm just trying Yeah, you know, All I have to do is three I'm just in the For the demonstration Like can you please just do it You know what You're being difficult Put your hands behind your back You're under arrest Click Put them in handcuffs It's fucking stupid And that happens a lot People get wrongfully arrested For DWI More frequently Than most cases I th- I'd say that And domestic violence Are the two most uh, Most frequently Wrongfully arrested people really? I'd say Yeah Yeah and you, And here's the thing they don't want to dismiss that case from from a prosecutor's perspective. It could be a, several different motivations, but one of which is if we dismiss this DWI or we dismiss this domestic violence case that is entirely weak and should not be brought before court, should not go to trial, but if we dismiss it, Makes us look bad. My, yeah, I mean, like, what happens if my boss finds out and they get mad at me? Mm-hmm. Uh, or what happens if this guy goes out and gets another DWI later and hurts somebody? Then they write a news article and then I get fired. Yeah, I mean, they're not. That's kind of a big motivation, I think, for a lot of prosecutors is they don't want to get fired, and that makes sense. They don't want their county to look like the the soft target, the the weak county where you always their, get off. Their their boss certainly doesn't. Yeah, um, but it's and it, it's kind of shitty because that applies to all cases even there are some cases that absolutely should be dismissed mm. Ab- i mean a lot of them um domestic violence is a little bit more tricky because it's kind of like this person said this happened this person said that happened and it could be a little bit different uh but you know there's still some cases that they don't want to go you know injured party complainant whoever it was said oh, i was making up whatever happened and the prosecutor kind of still wants to go forward on it. But I, I'd say, like, even domestic violence cases, they're, prosecutors, generally speaking, are pretty reasonable for some reason. And I, I've been practicing for a good amount of time, and I still don't fully understand why they are so obsessed with DWIs, hmm. which is kind of why I focus on that. It's like, if you got a weak DWI, I, as a prosecutor, would dismiss the shit out of that without even second-guessing it yeah. now granted i'm not in their shoes so i don't know what else has been said to them like uh if you do this you're running a risk of this person doing it again and hurting a running into a school bus full of children and then there's a news article and then you're fired and yeah. disgraced i have no idea like what's going on in their head but i don't know i used to say it was mad like mothers against drunk right, driving right yeah being a powerful lobbyist group mm-hmm. that they if they found out about something like that where some, uh, Case got dismissed, and then he later hurt somebody or killed somebody. They would come protest the fuck out of the judge and you know raise hell, and we want to be heard. It's like, well, a weak case getting dismissed. Their duty as a prosecutor is to only prosecute where justice so deserves. Right. Like, is this we're we're trying to seek justice, and if it's something where they can't prove it beyond a reasonable doubt. Or there's some legal issue that says, like, yeah, the cop shouldn't have done that. Uh, By all standards, I mean, I could argue whatever position I have. But really, like, I kind of know deep down, like, that cop was fucked up when he did X, Y, or Z. Right. I mean, whenever I was an intern prosecutor for Burnett County, I would quickly dismiss those cases. Mm -hmm. I mean, there was one, I remember they had a talk with me. It's like, charged with, like, 14 different Class A misdemeanors for... This back when K2 was a thing. Oh, yeah. You remember that weird, horrible shit? So, there was, like, a grab bag of K2. And he had all of it. It was different substances, whatever. And I remember just thinking, like, why are they charging him with 14 different Class A misdemeanors? It should be just one. Like, he's just possessing one... K2, just it, various types of different random brands and stuff. Yeah, just different yeah. brands. It wasn't like, oh, this one's to mimic cocaine, this one's to mimic, blah, blah, blah. It was just K2. Yeah. Var- this is before that. It was just v- different varieties of K2. Just be like, oh, I wonder what these are like. I'm going to buy them from the fucking uh, the head shop. Yeah. and Legally? Th- yeah. and Legally, it was just so yeah. fucked up. And he'd have all those, and I was like, ah, I'm going to go ahead and dismiss... 13 of these 14 they're like what are you doing why would you do that I'm like I just don't think it's right I mean I think you should have one if that and like you need to get more pleas on this you, you gotta get more pleas you gotta plead guilty to more things I'm like it just doesn't it doesn't interest me yeah it just is not something I want people to plead guilty to more than I think they deserve hmm. so and that's kind of my and I gotta tell you like Tarrant County amazing prosecutors I mean like there's Probably one or two in the whole building that I'm like, oh fuck, I gotta deal with this person. <laughs> but like the other 130, however many it is, amazing people, and they generally try to like do the right thing. And so I'm I'm not stressed about that. If I go south of Tarrant County, west is pretty alright. North of Tarrant uh, of Tarrant County, it's nightmare. Dallas is just new new prosecutors getting cycled in in and in and in. So, uh, but yeah. I don't even practice in Denton County, I can't stand that place. Yeah. It's just Yeah. Some some counties are very uh savage toward DWI's. even above your average county in Texas. I mean, your average county in Texas is pretty adamant that like and it's just crazy. I mean, people just don't I wonder don't. if
0: that's ever going to calm down cuz I was thinking about that the other day. I mean, we will toast, we will destroy someone's life if they get caught drinking and driving yeah and if they can't afford an attorney and they go through the whole gamut you good the, luck the, the
1: problem is is like it's not only your class b or a misdemeanor whatever it is i mean of course if it's third or more felony rep i get them coming down hard like sure. this guy got to learn a lesson mm-hmm. i get that but b or a misdemeanor whatever they have an alcohol problem and they've done their classes up front and they've done something to show you that they're not going to be a problem again uh and generally they'll work with me on it but for for years and years it just kind of was so difficult because I I just deep down in me I hated when my client pleaded guilty to anything I just oh I just (laughs) I just did not like it at all I just kind of felt like it was me yeah pleading guilty to shit but I've kind of gotten over that over the years it's like if I work out a really good deal they're getting an obstruction of a highway (sighs) You know, parks in a parking lot and a hotel. And uh, they're like, well, uh, we're going to need some kind of plea. I know he went to a jail for DWI with a 0.19, you know, multiple times the legal limit. We need some kind of plea. And I used to really stress. I'm like, no, you should fucking dismiss this because he wasn't driving while intoxicated. He was sleeping in his car. And actually, that's what my next commercial is going to be about. I decided this uh, a couple months ago. I've had I have and have had a lot of cases recently where cops are taking people to jail they're just sleeping in their car and I'm yeah. sick of that shit. <laughs> like people are sleeping in their car making the right decision like not driving home and they're like, "Well, they could have driven home." And I'm like, "Uh. Oh, you got to make a jury have to hear all this stupid shit? Like are we really going to have to go there or are you just going to give us something fair?" And so frequently they'll offer obstruction of a highway, but I'm I just want people to not get arrested for that. Getting to are you listening get into the back seat okay if it's not over a hundred or under 30 like take the keys out of the ignition throw them in the way back don't have them in your pocket don't even don't have them put them somewhere else buy a pillow and sleep on the pillow in the back but for god's sake just don't be in the driver's seat with it upright with a seat belt on i get that you just are making the right decision like this isn't a good idea for me to drive home but I need the AC on because it's Texas or I need the heat on because it's also Texas and also freezing depending (laughs) on the month but if you're in the driver's seat especially I mean driver's seat that's the end of the sentence if you're in the driver's seat and the keys are somewhere nearby you can get arrested for a DWI and it's fucked up get in the back seat well, and I've sleep it that. off
0: I've done that before and I don't know where I heard that advice but you take the keys out you put them in the trunk just
1: somewhere else yeah and get into the back seat and so that's kind of I think that's what the main part I try to break my commercials into like the first part is crazy shit to catch people's attention the middle part is a narrative to kind of teach people some kind of legal lesson and then the end is do something wild and hey call me I'm
0: when's that coming out
1: yeah, I, uh, even, I need a hard date. Oh,
0: you need a hard <laughs> date. Actually, I work better with deadlines. Now, that, um, I mean to. Now that you've been on the show, we'll promote the hell out of it. So,
1: let me think. Um, let me finish writing it first, and I'll tell you a hard day. Okay, uh, so it's yeah. going to be the first part of it's going to be AI themed. I got the you know those MMA uh, or the punching bags that look like people. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have him. He's gonna be my AI. <laughs> <Just like. laughs> You see where I'm going with this? Yeah. Like, I put him on some kind of robotic thing that moves around. Uh, maybe, like, send him down a hill a little bit. <laughs> I feel like he's also going to be addicted to dust off. Like, just occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. But then, you know, like, wild parts. I think I'm going to do a backflip at the beginning. Just like, because I haven't done one in a while. You know, and I was like, oh, what happened to Warhawk? Oh, still got it? Like, bam, punch front. Backflip on solid ass concrete like Brian Wilson the Texas law just right away that's a sound bit it's going on the board yeah just like <laughs> fucking put it out there and then you know do cra- a bunch of crazy shit I've, I don't know I feel like I could blowing need, anything up I feel like I need to break a backboard off like the a, pool no I mean like a you know like I get a <laughs> not a basketball player at all but I've always wanted to break a backboard. Who and those, doesn't? Yeah. Those are... That's so badass. It's on when the people, list. Everybody's it, got that on the list. It's so <laughs> badass. And I know how to fuck with uh, fake glass. I mean, I guess I could do it with real glass, but I feel like they just do all the safety plastic now. you got to find an old school one to get the glass or create it yourself. But you saw in that video that breakaway glass. I said I had one take on that because the other take I had was made of sugar glass, which is fucked if it's like over 95. And really? That was my mom's garage that we sh- I turned into a jail, <laughs> and it was like at least 95, probably more than that. It was in m- dead middle of summer, and I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, that is floppy glass, and floppy glass doesn't break. It just kind of folds over." So it's
0: just it starts kind of so just-
1: yeah, and so I have one take with this fancy the fancy glass that's mm. like this again another chemical that probably shouldn't have covered myself entirely and but I was like building this I mean this is these are haphazard like crazy wild shit type sets. It's not like okay the next scene is this. It's like all right let's do this next thing. I think I have all the chemicals here. Let's go ahead and spill these together. I'm in my suit just spilling chemicals everywhere, <laughs> stirring them. You're like, okay, I built this frame. I think it's the same size as the door. I don't know. And we put it up there in like one of the little Uh, bottom part just like falls out and shatters. I'm like, oh, fuck. God, what? (laughs) God, please don't shatter. And uh, yeah, just did that. You nailed it. Did you you.
0: you say you had another one in the can that you're uh,
1: waiting to release? I have have at least three that I've shot and not released. I mean, I could... You're still on the fence if you're going to use them. I mean, I still could. Uh, The gun commercial was kind of Wild shit. I don't mind showing y'all some clips from that. Um, the I have another one that was like in the process of making and it. it was like something about like 10 tips, basically, if you're... Uh, oh, the, I remember now. Uh, 10 Commandments of Criminal Defense. I remember it because like at the beginning, I was like, fuck, we only have time to shoot five. And so <laughs> one of the first scenes, I'm on this motorized desk I built. And, like, I'm like, I'm here to talk to you about the Ten Commandments of Criminal Defense. And then one of them just flies off and shatters. I'm like, <laughs> the Five Commandments of Criminal Defense. <laughs> and you All got right. that on video? Oh, yeah. I have mean, got that already shot up and ready to go. I just haven't edited it. And Gun commercial probably is, like, I haven't done that. And there, yeah, there's at least three that I've shot that have not made it out there. I am shot another one for Snoop Dogg. <laughs> it's a bizarre thing. Basically, uh, they. Snoop Dogg was doing. Uh, I don't know the name of the show, but he's doing it now. Okay. It's like something where uh, he's. Because Snoop Dogg can comment on anything, and it's amazing. It's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Snoop Dogg. And it's, Yeah. And he's commenting on. Uh, what is it? It's like. Just legal, probably people being arrested, I think. And they asked if I wanted to. Be on the show, and I was like, I was like, yeah. What do I do? And they're like, oh, just send us like a thirty-second video of you holding the camera like this, and tell us why you want to be. There. I'm like, that's not. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do something way crazier than that. <laughs> and so I did, and I shot it. And my idea, because I'm very familiar with him and like his history, and I'll, I only listen to rap. I I know I look like I listen to country. You judgmental fucking viewer, but <laughs> uh, but I. <laughs> I don't listen to it at all, save Johnny Cash. But anyway, very familiar with Snoop Dogg, and I know his history. And I was like, I'm gonna talk about his case. Oh boy, he went through where he was char- In my view, wrongfully charged with murder. But uh, and so I was like, the whole video was talking about you know being wrongfully charged. Like I've been wrongfully charged too, and like doing wild shit on the whole video. And I sent it to him, and they're like, can you talk about the you know, the trial a little bit less? I'm like, that's, the, that's in every scene. Uh, okay, I'll go ahead and sort of cut it down. And I cut it down and sent it back to him. And I was like, I feel like they didn't show it to Snoop Dogg. I feel like they, if he had seen the original version, he would have loved that show. Yeah. But I feel like he didn't see that. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> at some point, they were playing my commercials on the show and they asked Snoop Dogg, they're like, would you hire him? He's like, fuck no. I'm like, <laughs> my like, it, Snoop Dogg, I know you didn't see the original. <laughs> I know you didn't. I feel like you should have seen that. But, you know, then, you know, it is what it is. Well, I'd like him to have seen the original. Any, anything though. you want to uh, want us to show on the video, <laughs> uh, we'll happily put in there. Okay. So I'll give you my Dropbox and get those loaded up. I mean, what do you, what do you, I don't know what you want. Are we, is there calls or is there? Oh,
0: there's supposed to be, but it's a weird time. We usually do these recordings on Saturday. So nobody's, we, we got one message from Cassandra. The audio I could not figure out for the live feed. So it says the headsets aren't on. The sound is different. Yeah. She can't hear it. Nobody can hear it on the live right now. Cassandra? I, I tried a lot of different things. Oh. Cassandra is going to be at our September 23rd event. Uh, she's a very talented Fort Worth artist. We've got a big event coming up, September 23rd, benefiting Cook Children's Hospital. That's going to be a good deal. What are you doing uh, September 23rd? We're in between 11 and 6.
1: I, I would have no idea. You going to
0: be anywhere near Pouring Glory? Let's check with Emma.
1: Pouring Glory, the, is it a bar or a restaurant?
0: It's a... It's a bar, but it's uh, it's more of a restaurant. It's a growler refilling station. They do have craft beer on the wall, but they've been uh, nominated by the Fort Worth Weekly multiple times for their award-winning burgers. Ah, I'm interested. I love burgers. So Cassandra's going to be there. We've got Itchy Richie and the Burning Sensations, Late to the Station, and uh, Jaybirds. Bird's.
1: What do you think the best burger in Fort Worth is? Give me, the, give me something that's... Give me a couple that are in your top three, and I'll tell you what mine are.
0: Well, I spend a lot of time at Porn Glory. They're a sponsor of the show, and their food is excellent. Their burgers are top-notch. If I'm going to choose something outside of sponsored uh, material, uh, I used to really like Rodeo Goat. I haven't been there in a long time, but they usually had some pretty off-the-wall, badass hamburgers. You're going to pay top dollar for them,
1: but they're worth it. Um, I don't know. Been to Charlie's? Charlie's the fast Char- food place? Charlie's old fashioned hamburgers.
0: You ever been to uh Grumps right up the street? Mm mm. That's a pretty damn good burger.
1: River Oaks? Mm-hmm. Just right around the I border. love River Oaks, by the yeah. way. Like I'm sold. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna buy some kind of property and turn it into a compound. I feel like I could get away with that in River Oaks. Yeah. I feel like I could Set up a nice little fenced in you saw concrete. The, you
0: saw the way this property set up. That's it basically is, a compound.
1: It's pretty badass. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm impressed. <laughs> I, yeah, I turned into one place. I was like, oh, this is not right. And then right across the street was a mansion. I'm like, this is a crazy place you that know. I grew up here and I didn't. I probably driven through River Oaks at some point and had cases out of River Oaks, but I don't think I've ever driven the way I did. And I was like, I, I had no idea this really existed. And it's right here. It's yeah. 10 minutes away from downtown. I, I keep ending up in River Oaks. Um,
0: back in 2011, I had a little rent house off of Taylor Street. And uh was uh, deployed out of the base here at Carswell. And uh, when I went on that deployment, I got rid of that house and ended up in Plano and then back to Fort Worth. Ugh,
1: this is so much better than Plano.
0: Oh, yeah. Plano's awful. God, and awful. Now, Plano, I, I feel bad for anybody that lives in Plano <laughs> now. 10 years ago, it was rough. Now, it's... Wait, it's untenable? rough. Not rough. It's rough as far as the traffic and the bullshit and, yeah, and it's just and, and, snoot. and the cost. The snoot. Yeah. The snoot. And the, the cost.
1: A lot of snoot. Yeah. Yeah. I I like that's why I like Fort Worth. It just it stays yeah, the same way. It's Fort Worth. Yeah. I saw something stupid today and
0: I mean there's no way to accurately project this, but it said in twenty fifty, Fort Worth is going to be the largest city in the world. <laughs> or the US or something. I'm like, who made this? <laughs>
1: <laughs> if my, if all the random we've got the room for it yeah we've got room for it and really I don't know we're kind of laid back I mean I could see us expanding a little bit but at the same time not being a snob about it every time I see a
0: new like set of condos or a new apartment building getting put up I'm just like shit I gotta get (laughs) some well I mean every time one of those goes up it just means change more people more
1: traffic it's just but downtown still is the same still the same as it's pretty much ever been i mean there's still a bunch of crazy people running around the bass family gets finished
0: with downtown there will be nothing left
1: <laughs> yeah probably <laughs> but then you know as soon as that collapses they'll put something else up yeah. i mean for a while it was that um 14 years you probably didn't know about like the skating rink and tandy center and all I've that kind heard of stuff
0: all about it oh yeah. it's wild those tunnels are still there and i want to get down there with a camera when you tell me when I've got the guy with the camera and we want to go what are you doing tonight
1: (laughs) (laughs) well I mean you're an attorney so I feel like I'm with the right guy for this I mean here's the deal (laughs) Uh, when it comes to exploration especially of Fort Worth I love that stuff I imagine the most we'd be committing is a class B misdemeanor criminal trespass if we see a sign that says don't come in here and we ignore it yeah which is a jailable offense, up to 180 days in jail. Uh, generally speaking, they're not going to pop us with more than credit for time served on whatever we go. I'll take that charge to go see something really, really cool that I've never seen before. Uh, what like, if we break a, uh, a door or go through a chain? That, that's the problem. Fence. So, like, every one of those factors is probably going to pop up on, like, assuming the most unfortunate that we were to get arrested. I'm not advocating breaking the law, but <laughs> at the same time I don't think it should really be illegal. Like we're just exploring. We're maybe documenting or trying to show other people like how cool this place was. We're yeah. not trying to go in there to smoke meth and break shit and fuck things up. Uh, you know, when I was younger I loved breaking shit. Uh but Four, three before the three week period after no nicotine. <laughs> <laughs> mostly. <laughs> I was thinking about that. I've been dipping since I was like on and off in high school, I'd say. Yeah. like Mostly quit, but uh, dip. Oh, that's bad stuff. I hope that never catches up on me. Right. Yeah. Same, same. But same. I don't know. If we... Uh, tunnels. There's also this building. I went running downtown the other day. And there's this huge building. Let me think. of It's on the way to north side. So that would be exchange street maybe it's there's a long bridge that takes you right to the north side okay i think it's exchange i could be wrong on that but there's a big empty building mm. that i guess people would just smash all the windows and if you i was running down there and there's like a long staircase down then a long staircase up on the other side but when you're all the way down there it's just like it looks like people just kind of walk in there and hang out i'm like what is in that building I have no idea and I want to know what's in it. I'm just very curious as to see so it's Just open access? You can just run in there? I don't see anything that would prevent that What's holding I, you back? You need some friends? I I asked, as I was going down there, you know uh, I'm in the middle of the run, I just ran down the stairs and there was a guy just standing there like <laughs> and I was like <laughs> Just geeking out. I, so I just asked I was like, hey, you ever been in there? And he's like you're not allowed to go in there. And I was like, that was exactly the opposite of what I thought. I thought he was going to be like, Oh yeah, it's cool. Or like, Oh, you don't want to go in there or like whatever. But he was like, you're not allowed to go in there. I'm like, you follow rules. That's, that's cool. It's like, you're going to tell me like, what was in it? I, that would have been sufficient if you just told me, but now I'm just so curious. And yeah, I have thought about like shooting a commercial in there. And I feel like that would be not a good idea. If I shot a commercial, and, like documented, Something convincing evidence that I had been in there, but yeah, I don't know. I'm not for breaking the law we just anymore. Need to find anything, somebody like, that
0: can get us access to these
1: places? Like, yeah, yeah, I'll take you. Let's go. I can just go look inside. Yeah. I just want to see what on earth is in there because that's whenever I was younger and like we'd get into somewhere that we'd figure out a way in and we get in there. And we're like, oh my god, why has this been closed off? This is so cool in here. You could make. You do so many things in here. Yeah. Like, mostly skateboarding is what I used to be into. too. Yeah. And so, you know, like, there's a lot of warehouses that we get into. And like, this is great skating. I mean, we got to clean up the glass a little bit. But otherwise, it's really, really good skating in here. Yeah. And so, and I have no interest in that. I'm not trying to get a shattered wrist. That's such a common thing. You just shatter a wrist nowadays on a skateboard. We're getting too old. But, <laughs> I don't know. Something motorized would be pretty fun in there. Like, Sneaky, mini bike yeah a little sneaky mini bike in there like I have, have a lot of fun i like, <laughs> oh there's a lot of lights alright yep alright that's not gonna make any statement but yes <laughs> I understand what's going on
0: what's a uh, we've, we've been here for an hour and a half we're gonna tie oh, this yeah. up what is a common misconception uh, that people have about your position
1: about my position like as an uh, as an attorney yeah <clears> hmm <throat> You get the same weird question all the time, and you're like,
0: eh, it doesn't really work.
1: Uh, like can, how can you represent somebody if you know they're guilty? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, they haven't been found guilty. Yeah. A jury has not found him guilty. A judge has not found him guilty. They haven't pled guilty. And so we're working on a wide spectrum of how much guilt is here. And so a lot of people don't get that. They think it's binary. They say either this person is guilty or completely innocent. And first of all, let's talk about that. There's a big difference between guilty and innocent. There's a wide middle ground of not guilty. Mm. All of that is not guilty. Beyond a reasonable doubt, or a plea, or a judge finding you guilty, that's beyond a reasonable doubt. That's a very high evidence standard. Everything else could be anywhere from not guilty because we just aren't sure, all the way to completely innocent, wrongfully charged. And so all of that is our working ground of whatever somebody comes in. And sometimes they are, you know, they guilty as shit yeah they tell me like oh yeah i screwed up man i was i was drunk as hell and i'm very embarrassed and sad and scared and everything and then it's mitigation at that point yeah but yeah it's a it's a it's a wide spectrum i think that's something that people don't get a lot of the time and everyone wants to be real hard on somebody for getting arrested and like ah, oh, i can't believe you do that until somebody either they or somebody in their family gets arrested and right. they figure out what comes down on them and it's a dark cloak that hits you or their family member and they're like oh now you're on the other we need side, somebody man. we need somebody to protect them because yeah. this is a bad thing that's happening to them oh yeah it is yeah it's so. scary
0: man so i'd say does that answer your question yeah absolutely okay and then uh we talked about burgers what's your uh, favorite hangout bar restaurant
1: i'm not a bar dude anymore uh but restaurant oh, Little Red Wasp Oh yeah Good good burger there Okay And it's weirdly Vapid in there like, It's just Nobody is in there Hardly ever I'm like huh. What are y'all doing Like <laughs> is this a drug front Like, It's a club at night isn't it n- No it's, a just a, it's just a restaurant That serves really Really good food And is Never busy huh. And I You know I'm probably ruining that By telling people about that But I've never been in there I know exactly where it's y- at You know okay go go try get a cheeseburger or spaghetti and meatballs, depending on what you're feeling either one of those you're gonna be set. It's a really, really good place, delicious food and good service and just you feel good walking out of there. really do. I get it to go all the time. I just love that place spaghetti and meatballs uh I don't know how you are with spicy foods, I feel like you're probably fine with them certain times of day anything yeah. after five p m uh then you just gotta get a you just gotta get a cheeseburger then at that point, <laughs> yeah but yeah, that's why I, I used to be a West Seventh dude. Not, I that's just kind of, right? I just, well, I just kind of figured out. I was like, I don't like going to it's bars. Changed. I just don't like going to bars. Well, West
0: Seventh used to be real dialed back. I mean, we had Fred's down there. The, uh, Magnolia Motor Lounge is gone. I mean, there were some really chill places th-
1: you could go. I still like it sometimes. The, uh, it seems like Northside's kind of taking over a little bit or oh. a- amplifying at least. Uh, my opinion is, I just like a place where I can go. And have I don't know a usually white claw nowadays because it doesn't make me hungover. Right. Like I have A, Y call claw and talk to people. I just don't like places where you can't hear yeah. what other people are saying. Like sure. I've never understood the cl- the full blown club where it's like, boom, 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 and you yeah. can't hear anything anybody's saying. Like what what is the point? What are we doing here? Yeah. What is the point of that? I've it's never. Insane. Can somebody please explain that to me? Like at some point. What what is the point of that? Now we'll go see a badass band and let them yes. crank the volume all the way up. That's, that's the point of it right. is to watch the band that you love or the band that you're uh, kind of curious about to hear them play some loud ass and have that music hit you real hard. But mm-hmm. I kind of get that. But if it's like just hanging out, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, and you can't hear anything anybody's saying. Oh, hi. Why? What? what? And like I just have never understood that. It's exhausting. Yeah. yeah, I'm with you. Uh you gave me your card
0: at the beginning of this uh and I'm going to give them your your phone number but I'll I'll put this in the show notes
1: too. People just they if they just Google Lawhawk, just do that. Google Lawhawk, you'll see me pop up. Don't i not be think. giving out that phone number, Andrew. <laughs> I mean you can if they <laughs> call me, I'll uh it's probably going to get forwarded to the office. But you're for... right, you're very easy to find. Yeah. So. It wasn't hard. Just I, send I saw me an your email, video, found you two minutes. Yeah, <laughs> it was good. And I had my, uh, <laughs> my intern do the research. He was like, this is the one. Emma, right? Like, yeah. Thank you, Emma. Thanks, Emma. <laughs> Can we get you back on the show sometime? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, well, I mean, before or after we get arrested from going into some, one of these buildings? Well, this is the before. Okay, so let's this is before. I, I guess uh, after
0: you get me dismissed, then, <laughs> then we'll, uh, we'll do a recording talk about that crazy shit. Okay. Alright, All right. that sounds good Ladies and gentlemen, thank y'all for being here And uh, we'll see you next week <laughs> Mr. Brian Wilson, thank you for being on the Fort Worth Roots Podcast He said it a couple times in the episode But I want to make sure you guys heard him right His assistant decided that the Fort Worth Roots Podcast Was the podcast that he needed to be on But uh, he's been on a bunch of other excellent Fort Worth podcasts Here recently and uh, you need to go check them out. Um, the one that I remember right offhand is Quarks in Cowtown with our friend Robin from episode 165. Uh, that was last week's episode. And she also did a recording with our friend Brian Wilson. And you guys should go check that out. But yeah, Texas Law Hawk on Instagram, Texas Law Hawk Brian Wilson on YouTube. And he's just got some freaking hilarious videos that you need to go check out. Um, yeah, he's an attorney, but he's also. A hilarious local Fort Worth creator. So give him a like give him a follow and uh, enjoy some of his videos are Ridiculous Alright, what else? Ladies and gentlemen, September 23rd at pouring glory. We want you to be there We've got a lot of really cool people coming out. We've got four bands for you. Itchy Richie and the Burning Sensation uh, Cassandra May late to the station and jaybirds. We got a huge eh, It's not huge a very uh, Specially curated, hand selected group of vendors out there. We've got um, permanent jewelry vendor out there, we've got art that's going to be out there, uh, handmade art, uh, wood turning, customized laser engraving options, and all sorts of really cool vendors. So come for the music, come for the vendors, stay for the food, and support the charity. This year it is for uh, Cook Children's Hospital. Portion of the proceeds from the food sales go to that. Um, Nicole Dawson with State Farm is going to be out there, and she has made a deal with us. If you will allow her to give you a quote, there's no purchase necessary. She will give another ten dollars to the charity for every single one of you that uh, comes out, supports the event, and uh, lets her give you let her give you a quote. So. It's going to be a good deal. That is going to be at Pouring Glory, September 23rd from 11 to 6. Pouring Glory is located at 1001 Bryan Avenue. This will be in the show notes. They have award-winning food. And uh, if you don't get to go to this event, you should at least go, go check them out. Try the food. We have got a huge selection of excellent craft beers on the wall there. After you're done eating uh, all that good food, you're going to need to go to Body Machine Fitness and work it off. They're located at the Left Bank Shopping Center over there off of 7th Street, just across from Trinity Park. They offer a truly one-of-a-kind fitness experience your first class has already been paid for. Go to bodymachinefitness.com to schedule your first high-energy strength group fitness class with best in industry trainers, cutting-edge audio and lighting systems. Show up early or stay after the class for the IR sauna and nutritious snacks in the lobby. And we have been telling you guys for a long time, if you want us to go with you, we have a membership. We go to Body Machine Fitness. We love it there. Um, holler at me. Media at Fort Roots uh, is our email. Or you can DM us on any of the social media. If you want us to go with you to one of these classes, we will definitely do it. That would be awesome. Uh, so let us know whenever you get signed up for one of these classes that have already been paid for uh, at com, And uh, we'll see if we can't make our schedules line up. And then after you've... Uh, done all that hard work, you deserve a beer. You should go to McFly's Pub. And uh, it's over by the base. It's 6104 LTJG Barnett Road. It is a 1980s Back to the Future theme bar with a very impressive outdoor area. They've got all sorts of activities there. It's very chill. Their air conditioner is great. You walk into this place from that hot Texas summer heat uh, and you're going to forget how hot it was within 15 seconds. Great air conditioner in there. Wonderful drinks, really good vibe. Go check it out. Again, that's McFly's Pub over there by the uh, military base just outside of downtown Fort Worth. Tell them that uh, you heard about them on the Fort Worth Roots podcast. Woodpost Metalworks. You can go to woodpostmetalworks.com, offer code podcast817. They are in the process of plasma cutting, a really badass sign for the studio. It's, uh, it's going to be plasma cut. It's going to look cool it's also going to be led backlit i think there's two colors in it it's going to have two different layers uh to the led backlighting it's going to be sick so we're really looking forward to that can't wait to show you guys uh, but wood metal works that's what they specialize in metal signs with or without led backlighting fence and gate repair or installation light steel fabrication industrial plasma cutting and more Hawkwalker Originals is gonna be out at the September 23rd event that we've got going on there at Pouring Glory. They offer a huge variety of unique and personalized gifts, also laser engraving to customize just about anything you can think of. Last year we had these really cool tumblers with our logo on them. We're gonna have them this year, but we're gonna have more of them this year. So if you didn't get one of these really cool uh, stainless steel tumblers last year with our logo on it, come hang out with us this year. Let's see if we can't get you one. Uh, roofing solutions by Darren Houck we talked about them at the beginning of the episode Uh, the Hauck family has really taken care of this podcast for a very very long time and we would not be here without them and uh, so of course I'm going to say good things about them so don't take my word for it go look it up yourself roofing solutions by Darren Houck has the best rating out of the 4,000 roofers in DFW that's not an arbitrary number there are 4,000 registered roofers in DFW how are you going to pick the right one well You listen to the Fort Worth Roots podcast, so you got a leg up on most people. But Roofing Solutions by Darren Houck has got the best rating in our community. Check any platform you want. Go check it out. Roofing Solutions by Darren Houck and get them at roofingsolutionshouck.com or you can give them a call 817 882 6520. And don't forget, you get 50% off for being a a Fort Worth Roots podcast listener. All right, who else? Who did we not talk about yet? I know we got to how to talk about our friends Cowtown Nutrition located at 5430 River Oaks Boulevard they offer a healthy alternative to that compulsory fast food craving you can also load up on your favorite Herbalife products and learn about their fitness groups that they hold on location at Cowtown Nutrition check them out on Instagram at Cowtown underscore nutrition and they will be at the September 23rd event and they are wanting you to come out there and join us hang out I don't know what they're going to be doing they might be giving out samples or something like that but they will be with us So that's something else you get to uh, enjoy out there. September 23rd at Pouring Glory. If you didn't make it out last year, you missed a hell of a show. But uh, the good news is it's year two, and year two is going to be better than year one. So don't miss this one. September 23rd, 11 to 6. We are down to the wire. If you haven't already put this on your schedule, it's kind of your last chance. Go ahead and pencil this in. You don't have to stay all day. You certainly can if you want to. But you can come out for 20 minutes, hang out, show your support, help us with the charity for Cook Children's. Uh, Stop by the booth for Nicole Dawson over there at State Farm, and you don't have to spend a dime. You don't have to make a purchase. You can make a $10 contribution just by showing up and uh, allowing her to give you a quote. So, all right. That is enough talking out of me. Make sure you go uh, check out and follow the Texas Law Hawk He's more than just a great creator with a bunch of funny videos. He's an attorney, and you might need his services. But I'm not going to give you his phone number because he doesn't want me to. He wants you to look him up online. Brian Wilson, the Texas Law Hawk. Thank you all for listening to this episode. We will see you next week. Hey, don't forget, September 23rd. Come see me out at Porn Glory. Big event. Love you. Bye.